is Pitch Black, the podcast, part of PitchBlackNews.com. This is part two of today's episode for September 15th. Um, this section is a interview with Darren Powell that we just had. He is back in San Antonio for a few hours before the team hits the road again for their match on Sunday in Kansas City against Swope Park Rangers. Um, just a, a brutal travel schedule that SAFC has had for the last month plus, really since the beginning of August. So um, it, it was great to be able to chat with him, to be able to catch up for a few minutes and um, you know, hope hope you enjoy our little chat here. So once again, I want to thank everyone for listening. I want to thank everyone for supporting everyone that follows us on social media at Pitch Black News um, or my personal account at Kyle underscore Mankey. Thank you to our Patreon patrons. Um, even though we're not charging for this month, I still appreciate that you guys took the time to do that and back the podcast and site financially. And uh, we'll kind of see what the future holds as far as all that goes. But um, just just wanted to say thank you again. So anyway, here is head coach of San Antonio FC, Darren Powell. Um, thank you again. So we're joined now with Darren Powell, head coach of San Antonio FC, coming off of arguably the biggest win of the the franchise history right now because it was the win that secured your trip to the USL playoffs. So congrats on that playoff berth. Um, what are you feeling coming off of this big road trip, knowing that with a month left in the season, your team is going to the playoffs? Well, first and foremost, thanks for having me, Kyle, again. I do appreciate your support and uh, you know the coverage of the team. Yeah, no, I think you know Wednesday night was um, a big performance from the players. They played played hard again, worked hard, and they knew they could be part of um, San Antonio FC history by securing that first playoff bid. But at the end of the, you know at the end of the game, there wasn't huge celebrations in any shape or form. I mean, I think we've got a very focused group of players uh, that wants to continue to get better, and um, you know hopefully that's the first step in um, achieving some of our goals this year. Coming off such a, a big moment and knowing that you're going to make that top eight in the USL West, is there any worry of kind of a you know celebration hangover there for um, you know going against Swope Park in, in particular, a team that's been pretty difficult? Are you, are you worried about the motivation there at all, or is it you know another day for these guys? No, I think what we what what we've been able to create this year with our players and the group of players is that. You know, they, they come in every day, um, making sure they give their best effort. And you know, Right now, it's very competitive for places within the team, within the squad. And so, you know, you have to bring bring your top performance every week. And, and that's something that, that, that we, you know, the players pride themselves on. And you know, they want to make sure that they come out and deliver a good performance if they're the one that uh, gets to wear the jersey in that particular game. And, you know, I think the staff and, you know, it, it, Coach Andy Thompson, we've been able to, to really rotate the players in a very uh, very efficient way, and again, someday will be no different. There'll be um, you know some some changes from Wednesday night, and uh, you know the guys will be hungry, and you know now that it's their chance to wear the jersey and go and show us what they're capable of doing. So by competing that that competitiveness within the squad, um, the u- unity within the squad is um, what I think is a big driving force of these guys going forward. 
You mentioned changes and rotations. Uh, one of the big noticeable ones for me watching from the outside is the shift to more of a 4-4-2 formation as opposed to the 4-2-3-1 or some of the other variations that we've seen. Um, is that a product of just kind of trying something different or uh, just trying to rotate guys in, especially the newer guys, it seems like? Or, or what kind of motivated that uh, change over the last couple of weeks? Yeah, look, we, we, what we look at is just, you know, what's, you know, what's going to be the best opportunity to win that particular match. And you know, the good thing with this group of players, again, is they've been very adaptable throughout the year um, and, and, and players have got opportunities. So we've been able to change formations uh, during the course of the year in terms of our preparation on the week of a game. And then what that leads to is the players being able to adapt very quickly um, to changes of formations during the game. And that's what... You want your team to be able to do. You want the players to be able to recognise that. And um, you know now they're not, you know, going into the end of the season, they're not going to be uncomfortable with playing any system of play, if you like. And uh, they'll be very comfortable and uh, prepared to do so if that's that's what it takes to to, to win a particular game. And you know, again, nothing but credit to all the players for being able to do that. We talked about it a little bit last night on on part one of this podcast, and obviously scoring goals, to me, it seems like the hardest thing to do in soccer, but um, one of the unfortunate streaks that you have going on right now is that a goal hasn't been scored from a center forward uh, since July 1st. Um, how do you fix that, or is there something that you can do, or you know, does it matter where the goals are coming from as long as the points are getting on the board? Yeah, look, I mean, I think, you know, you want you want to score goals from all different positions, so it doesn't really matter where the goals come from. Um, you know, the, the important thing is you get goals and put yourselves in positions to win. You know, like any player, they have to have that confidence. Um, they have to be confident going in, and, and most forwards need that. You know, our guys should be very confident. The, the big thing for me is that the players are getting chances. Um, you know, you've got to be able to create the chances, and then... Ultimately, now it's just executing your moment, and the players there are, are, are certainly trying their very best to do so. And you know, once I think once somebody gets that first goal, you know, it, from those positions, it gives you confidence, and, and and the second one normally follows pretty quickly. So um, hopefully, somebody will get hot at the right time and be that guy that can step forward. And and, and at this point in time, with whoever that may be. You know, we'll get that opportunity, and, and, and it goes every day in practice to, to, to game days as well. So we're looking forward to seeing who, who's going to step forward, and you know, I've got every confidence in all those players to, to, to that one of them, or maybe two, or maybe even three, which would be really nice, um, can step forward and get get a good run of form and get confident going going into this final stretch. And one player that I feel like has been in pretty good form over the last few weeks, uh, Michael Reed. He made the USL uh, Team of the Week bench this week and um, has been involved with several of the goals um, before the Orange County match. Uh, can you kind of talk about Michael Reed and having him on the team and you know when he wears the captain armband and also performs well, what that means to you as a coach? Yeah, Michael's, Michael's, you know, since day one, even even last year, has, has been somebody that um, has been committed to the cause and, and comes every day prepared to give his best effort. And, you know, he, he leads the team well. Um, he's very good on the field in terms of 
he's, he's able to lead players and, and solve problems on the field, which helps the team. And you know, I can't speak highly enough of Michael and, and what he's done for San Antonio SC over over the past couple of years. But in recent weeks, he's, he's probably his best form. So you know, he's playing his best soccer going into the the most important time of year, and that's something that. You know, we're all extremely excited to see as a coaching staff, as a playing staff, and I'm sure the fans are as well. Um, one player that a lot of our listeners have been asking about and that I promised I would ask you about was uh, Devin Vega. He obviously has the whole story of being the San Antonio native and everything else. And he saw a lot of minutes earlier in the season and not so much lately. Um, is that more of a formation uh, issue, a tactical issue, or, uh, you know, what's, uh, what can you tell our listeners about Devin Vega and, and his role on the team? Yeah, De- yeah Devin, uh, when he's come in and played games, has done really well for us. Um, you know, he's a young player, so with all young players, you're going to have, um, you know, it, it, you have to be patient with them, um, with the development. So, you know, again, we're, we're helping Devin with his development. He's worked, he's working, um, you know, worked into the system of play when we've had, when we played that number 10 in, in terms of a three man midfield. He's done a good job. And so, you know, with playing with two strikers, things change a little bit. But what Devin, Devin is, uh, you know, his development has really accelerated during the course of the year. I um, mean, put some good performances in on the field. And, um, you know, like you do with any young player, you've got to make sure that development is done at the right rate, rate and the right pace. And, uh, you know, hopefully Devon will continue to, to grow as a player and keep getting better. And, um, you know, I'm sure some opportunities will, will, will come his way. And two other players that I, I'll just ask about. I know that we don't normally give details on injuries or anything like that. But being who they are, I thought I would ask about Rafa Castillo and Matt Cardoni. And um, when fans might expect to see them available for selection again? Yeah, I mean, look, those, those guys are kind of um, day to day. They're they're in in the you know in the facilities day. They're both rehabbing, um, and I know both those players want to be back on the field as soon as possible. Um, what we do is just make sure that they're prepared, uh, you know, to be you know. In, in, you know, prepared to integrate straight away into the team framework when they're ready to go. So um, both are getting closer. Both are recovering well. Both have got great attitudes in and around the building and, and in and around the locker room, and uh, we'll be excited to see them on the field. You know, that, that timeline and that date, I can't put a finger on that myself right now. Um, you know, but the, I do know that both are, um, are, are closer uh, to, to being back on the field than further away. Um, because of Hurricane Harvey, you kind of have the opposite situation of what you have right now, where right now you are on the road for four straight matches. Um, but to close out the season, now you have three home matches, um, Saturday, Wednesday, and Saturday in October. Um, what does it mean to have those home matches going right into the playoffs? Is that an advantage to you, being able to stay home and kind of get some rest, uh, get your players some rest and not have to travel as much? Yeah, no, we, we we've kind of not been in, in had our home comforts over the last couple of weeks. So you know the players have done remarkably well. Uh, you know we've had one home game. You know really between in the end of it will be between August sixth and September twenty third, 
the Vancouver game, and then all the other games will, will have been on on the road. So, you know, the, the players have done a remarkable job and, um, you know, worked extremely hard. So to be back at home, we'll be super excited. Um, we love playing in Toyota Field. Our fans make it, you know, I think the best stadium, uh, best home field advantage in, in, in USL. So we'll be, we'll be really appreciative of being home and, um, you know, getting to see our fans and, you know, they'll get to see the players and hopefully they can uh, you know, get really excited as we, we enter the playoff run. Well, other than that T2 game, the three remaining home matches of the regular season should be pretty interesting from a crowd perspective because two of them are against RGV and one of them is against uh, the former Scorpions rival Tampa Bay Rowdies. So um, having basically three rivalry matches to close out the season, uh, you know, is that exciting to you, exciting to the players, or, or do you try not to think about that factor of it? To be honest, right now as a coaching staff, we're worried. You know, not we're preparing for for Sunday's game, and you know, we we really do take it game by game because it's uh, you know we don't want to ever get ahead of ourselves. We know those games are coming up, but we'll uh, we need to get uh, prepared for Sunday's match, and then we'll be very pleased to be at home and be around our fans. Um, I know that, but then we'll, we'll we'll move on to getting ready for RGB, and um, you know, all those games will, will, will be very meaningful and um, you know I know our guys will be super, super ready for those matches and uh, excited to play in front of our fans and then hopefully our fans will come out and uh, you know make sure those rivalries stay in place and uh, get behind the team. Well, I don't want to take up any more of your, your time that you have home now, <laughs> since it is pretty limited lately. Um, but I really appreciate you coming on and best of luck on Sunday and uh, continuing on through the rest of the season. Thanks a lot, Kyle. Thanks for having us. And uh, just a you know, big um, you know, thanks to all our supporters um, that, that um, you know, have helped us since day one here and uh, continue to support us and get behind the team. And you know, I know the team and the players really appreciate that. And we look forward to, to being back into it at the field next week um, so, so we get to see everybody.